Attention bobsled riders, you will soon be embarking on a thrilling podcast down the icy slopes of the Matterhorn, so please remain seated keeping your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the bobsled at all times. Auf Wiedersehen! Hello Yodlers, we are the Matterhorn Yodlers and today we got lots of variants here of ourselves. No, <laughs> no, today we are talking about... The Marvel series Loki that is on Disney Plus. So, uh, spoiler, alert. spoiler alert, we will be talking about details of it. So, if you haven't seen it, please go see it. It's definitely worth your time watching, I would say. Overall impression without giving any spoilers, Peter. It was great. I loved it. It was entertaining. Uh, it kept me episode to episode wondering what was going to happen next. Um, like, yeah, I, I wasn't sure how this series was going to end, what it was going to lead into, and it was it was it was good. It, I was entertained. Uh, I think it was of the three that have come out this year: WandaVision and Captain America and and uh, Winter Soldier. I think. With Loki, I think it's the best one of the three. I enjoyed it, um, but disclaimer: I think it's easy to get lost. Yes, it, it is not a passive watching TV show. You have to watch it. It you can miss something in a conversation, and it could totally throw how you're seeing this the show. So you've been warned. We are now going to be going into the nitty gritty of Loki. And, uh, so let's start with... Alligator Loki? Let's Alli start with Alligator, alligator Loki. Loki. <laughs> Loki. No. Stay away from the neighbor's cat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's so easy to become a variant. <laughs> or become, uh, uh, pull, uh, what is it, create a nexus event. Right. So let's just kind of go over, I mean, the basics. Loki got pulled out of his timeline. Yes, yeah, so uh, the, it picks up where you, we last saw Loki at the uh, Avengers Endgame movie. Yes. Where he alters time by taking the, the space stone, the, 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 the tesseract, and it escapes the Battle of New York aftermath. So, yeah, so it takes place at the first Avengers right. movie, but, you know, it takes you to the Loki that is you know, being captured and the Tesseract is being stolen by, um, by, uh, Iron Man. Mm -hmm. And, but Loki ends up with it in the end and he Oof. escapes. So he that escapes. is, that's who this, and the this, Loki that we're following, not is, the Loki yes. from Ragnarok. Yes. Right, Different Loki. Loki definitely developed as a character in the original, I would say, timeline than mm -hmm. this current Loki which is very much more of, like, take over the world. Glorious purpose. Glorious, Glorious purpose. Glorious purpose, Loki. Yes. That's how I see it. Um, and then we also get introduced to the TVA. What were your initial thoughts of the TVA? I kind of, it's like the 70s, like, 60s theme. Definitely modeled after the, the 70s. 70s. Yeah. Um, I love the setup. I love the lights where the roof are just a series of 
old light bulb like lamps. Yes, the, like the lighting was great. Like it just had the it just had like a good vibe. It did. Uh, an interesting look for the TVA area. Of browns yes. and brasses, yes. uh, the style. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but you could see little little triangles, but they're in the shape of a of a, a timepiece, like a like a like a, when you're playing a game. What are the hourglass? An oh, hourglass. An hour but they didn't fully join, so it formed like a, an affinity symbol. And I was like, how cool. Because you see it in the elevator as we're going to go yeah. see the timekeepers. And I remember just pointing out to my wife going, oh, that's so cool. They're like, they look like little bow ties, but they're timepieces where they don't fully they're meet. And it off. gives you that affinity symbol. And I was like, oh, appropriate. It's time and it's loot. And... What were your guys' first initial reaction to the TVA and their purpose, their first initial purpose, did you guys have questions? I know I had questions. You're like, what about, like, the Avengers who went back like, in time? Literally, and... like, as they were, like, they were holding him up for trial, I'm like, but weren't the Avengers messing with time? And Loki goes, that was approved. That was, that was approved. That was approved. Like, that was supposed to happen. I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Captain America going back and altering... Yeah, he pretty, he's his own little variant. Yeah. Like there's two Captain Americas in time. Yeah. And, and that. So there's some questions there, but then there's also obviously the rumor that Captain America's living on the moon, so. There is the theory. I think we will see him on the 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 sword base or whatever the base the that uh, Nick Fury's on. An um, old an old Captain America. An old Captain America. It would not surprise me yeah. if he's up there being like, just hanging out. Interesting. I haven't dived into Even that. though Captain America has nothing to do with this series no. at all. But, no, uh, no, not this one. Um, going back to the TVA, um, I, I kind of liked how they picked the 70s. Yes. Because... It's pre-computer, really. Like, the computer's there, but it's not, like, a database storage. So everything's, like, hard copy, and you can't mess with it. And I think with time, as it, as it fluctuates, I think it's kind of cool. Like, the 70s is the period where before personal computers came out there, and storage is not cheap. And so, yeah, they have a database, but everything still has that hard copy. Flip folders to... Uh, to get your charts and and so I thought that was I was like oh I think that's an appropriate time whether I'm was projecting a, was, a time it was a good yes. like art style and scenic it worked it worked for what they were presenting mm -hmm. like like I think we wouldn't be talking about this if it was just some like futuristic facility right. looking where you know you got all these people in spacesuits. But, like, you got, you know, these people wearing these, like, just regular... Normal clothes. Suits and ties and... Squared ties. Yes. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Which is kind of an 80s kind yeah. of thing. Because, like, the 70s, they tend to have, like, the wider tie. And, but I thought it was cool how they had that modern kind of style there mixed with it. Yeah. And what were your thoughts? So there's a lot of theories of where the TVA is located. Any thoughts on that? A lot of people have mentioned that's in the quantum realm. The quantum realm? Sure. Yeah. Like there's okay. there's a, a snapshot in Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, movie 
where they're you zoom in and when they're in like the quantum realm you see like this like city in the background like yes. in a bubble interesting the quantum realm so well, yeah people have too much time oh yeah, yeah. Screen oh, yes. this. yeah um there's a lot so yeah there's this this episode this podcast there's just we're gonna be speculating a lot on everything so don't yes. take anything we say as doctrine for sure oh no well and i think with like the general loki series is it was it's much different than compared to like falcon and winter soldier and wandavision because those were kind of wrapped up in a pretty bow at the end but this left us at a cliffhanger if there will be multiple seasons and it opened up into the next marvel the phase four yes phase four of the marvel you're basically going to get like two different for marvel phase four you're going to basically get like two sort of like sub plots you're going to get the movies like the captain americas which are dealing with the everyday issues and then you're going to be dealing with this time, multi-dimensional issues that you're going to get with Doctor Strange, the new Ant-Man movie, so Scarlet on and so forth. Yeah, you're going to get, like, the people that battle the weird stuff you don't see, and then you have <laughs> yes. people that are battling the, like, things you can't see. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's go into, so inside the TVA, you've got Miss Minute. Oh, yes, it was fun. She's such little... a fun little, like, cheerful clock. Yeah. But she... you're like... She's evil. She's Everyone's evil. like, she's evil. Evil. Yeah. evil clock lady. I did, like, the whole banter, like, Loki had with her. It's like, are you, are you, like... Are you real? Are you real? Are you recording? He goes, yes and no. <laughs> uh, it's complicated. <laughs> it's like, because you're, like... In the Good Place TV show? Yes. Yes. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Judy? Judy, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what she reminds me of, where it's like, I'm here, but I'm not really here. Yeah, you definitely, I mean, later on, I would say in the last episode, episode six, you really get to know Miss Minute is I still like, don't think you really know her. I think Well, she, she's like the minion to my my thought. I, I could see that she is the little minion. I, you know what? Honestly, when that surprised me come season two, we find out that maybe she is the true villain of Loki. The true villain. True villain. And in what way does that Like, make she's her like her the villain? main antagonist. Or do you think like she's, she's a the one... variant of Kane? No, I don't think she's a variant. I think she's like a con. Like, she was created by. The, the man who remained or was Oh, so remained. she's like Clue from, like, Tron. Yes. I think she's going to have a more active role in the second season with Judge Renslayer. Yeah. Yes. I think those two, they're going to go off on this journey together to do stuff that will antagonize the story. That's my opinion. Yes. I think, I think they'll work together... But maybe for the good, because she had that awakening. Good, bad. That's that's yeah. kind of a blurred line. But I think they work together for truth. Uh, yeah, and that's that, that was kind of one of the themes that they had in the shows. Like, what was it Loki picked a line where he goes, "One thing I've learned is that not everybody who's bad is actually really bad, and not everybody who say they're good or they are perceived as good are." all truly that good mm-hmm. and so you know you have to be careful with that and so like yeah, when we say good and bad but i i see 
I I don't see her. I don't see them being like being the antagonist of the story. I, I do think I mean, as we they, get to they, it, Chang will an, be the, the they will antagonist. Have an agenda of yeah. their. She will have an agenda of her own. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it would be as like against like. You know, our heroes. Sure, the Avengers. sure. I don't think they'll be working against the heroes. I think they'll just be well, yeah, kind of I fluid in between. I don't see her appearing outside of the show at all. I think she could make an appearance, pop in and out. But who knows? Well, let's go into, we've spoken a little bit about it, but Raven, the Renslayer, she's kind of over-ish the TVA in some point of view. She's the, the one in charge... So, person at the top of the TVA who, as far as we're, as far as we know, she was in the dark the whole time. Yes, and I still think she was like in the dark. Um, and I think from her point of view, when she found out like that the three time variants or the, the time lords. No, that's no, not, Doctor Who. That's Doctor Who, yes. <laughs> the uh, the timekeepers. Timekeeper, that's it. Um, the three timekeepers, when she found out they were just like robots, do you think she knew the whole time? Or do you think that was No, just... I think she believed. I think so. It's kind of like uh, Plato's cave theory where she's in the dark and they've got these little figure shadows and she believes that's her reality. And then when she's taken out of the cave, she kind of wants to go back in it because that's all she ever known yes. is the cave. And so I could see her just, but as she leaves, I kind of came to the feeling that she's leaving searching for free will because she wanted to go to the beginning well, of the TVA. She wanted as much information and then she got those files, mystery, and she I, left. I think... The journey that she was sent on, which we don't know, which we won't find out till next season probably, is she was probably sent to go find King, like the, the, original, the original King. OG King we, we were watching, I believe, Correct. and what some people speculated, like he's the original King. Yes. Right. Well, and there's also rumors that... Uh, which, to be fair... They have not technically... In the show, they never called him Kang. No, they didn't, but... He was announced to be Kang for the Ant-Man movie, uh, the actor. He was announced to be playing the role of Kang for the next Ant-Man movie. And it kind of fits in with... And this is getting pulled from the comic books, yes, but in the show, they have not... They said that, yeah, some people call him a conqueror. conqueror. Well, there's, yeah, there's a conqueror, and yeah... But, but that's uh, a different version. A jerk. A jerk, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Renslayer, right, there's rumors with the comics that she is the girlfriend of Kate the Conqueror. Ooh. Okay. So, there's some rumors there. Um, okay, so any other things we want to talk about? Rivo- what is it, Ravona? Yeah. You can just call Judge, Judge, Judge Renslayer. Judge That's how everyone else refers to it. You know, yeah. And they bring up, like, they've been there for so long, but time, like, be, they've been there for eons. They yes. mentioned, like, oh, we've been together, we've been working together for eons, you know, but she got pulled in 2018. You know, yeah, she was a teacher, a principal, or a something. principal, and that's where they give the clue of the the, the pen, pen. The Franklin D. Roosevelt, 
And it was kind of fun to, like, know where it goes and then to watch some of the Easter, like, speculation, like, oh, it could be this and see how wrong people can and be on YouTube. way off, yeah. It was nothing. So. It is fun to, to watch the, the theories crash and burn. Yes. Uh, that was kind of fun with this series because every episode brought new theories and how things were going to go and they would all crash and burn. <laughs> I kind of waited to watch the whole show and then I kind of watched what people thought and that was... That was fun to watch. People going, the pen means this person, this. And it's like, no, not even nope. close. No, no. But it... Yeah, so let's go into uh, Mobius. Love Mobius. Wow. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't say wow. He says now. He says now? Yeah. How temporal. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so funny because um, a joke, uh, one of my YouTube channels I watch, they have like a late night Disney show and they make jokes and one of the jokes they talked about is that they're re-theming the, uh, the, uh, the boat docks at the Contemporary Resort to be Mobius's jet skis. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a fun idea. Yeah. That might entice me to go rent a jet ski at Disney World. Uh, Did you see what he was drinking? What was he drinking? He was drinking Josta Cola. Yeah. Do you remember Josta? You may have been too young. I was too young, but so I'm Josta familiar. Josta Cola was a, a soda from 95 to 99. So okay. it gives you a time period. And so... It's it, it was a Pepsi Cola um, soda, but it was like the first energy drink before the energy drink boom happened. And I remember drinking a Josta Cola because it had like this panther on it, and it had like these ingredients from like Africa or something foreign, and it's supposed to give you energy. And I remember drinking, I was like, okay, it's all right. It wasn't anything special, but you see him drink it multiple times, so it does pull you to a time. In that time period, and in the '90s, jet skis really right. like they were there in the '80s, but like the jet skis he's looking at, that's from the '90s. So you wonder, like, was he pulled from the '90s? Like, does this clue in, or maybe where he was pulled in his timeline? Joss does the Coca-Cola. Who knows? But it was kind of <laughs> cool to see that soda. And so people who are like 35 and older may know this this blip of a soda that appeared on this show. All I'm gonna say is. If Mobius is not riding a jet ski in season two, I'm not going to be happy. It's going to be sad. They really built that up. They really built it up. And it's just like, give him a jet ski. No, honestly, I think they're going to use the jet ski because we find out at the end that uh, Loki has been sent to a branch timeline that doesn't know him. Yeah. And so he's going to use his knowledge about his jet skis, jet skis. to be like, I know who you are. Yeah. And so that's what I think that's where that's going to connect. But I still want to see him riding a jet ski in season two. I want to see Loki and him riding the drugs. Because oh. he's like, really? This is what you've been wanting? Like, it's kind of it's like, kind of primitive. <laughs> that would be a funny, like, end clip of the, like, uh, Loki. Wow. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Mobius. Uh, interaction with Loki and how like Mobius just like deep dives and just attacks Loki's like inner like meaning of life and truth. Their conversations are very deep and I was watching them and it was it was great. 
watched yes. the second time around. I really appreciated the conversations between them. Uh, it was just like, I feel like Mobius really got into Loki's mind. It was, and it just, was therapy. Yeah, yeah he, it was pure therapy, and he was just like, okay, so I love when they first talk, and they're like, okay, so what are you going to do after you be Thor? Or after you conquer Earth? Well, then the galaxy, and then and then what? Yeah. And yeah, they did talk about it, because I wrote down kind of the conversation where... Loki's like, I don't get how you believe in this, how you believe in three, like, lizard people, and, you know, Mobius goes like, well, where'd you come from? Like, oh, I came from an ice person, and a giant, and, you know, Odin, oh, the Odin, the god of this, and so, you know, Mobius just goes, I just accept what it is. Doesn't get caught up on belief or not belief, order stories sound ridiculous, but they are the same in ridiculousness. Because if you think hard about it, where any of us come from, who we are truly it sounds kind of ridiculous. Existence is chaos. Nothing makes any sense, so we try to make sense of it. I'm lucky the chaos I emerged into uh, into gave me all of this, my own glorious purpose, which is the TVA. And so that's kind of the mindset of Mobius, like why he's working there and like, mm -hmm. the concept of time and where he doesn't care about where he came before. It's just like, I was created for this and this is my purpose. And and so I think that's kind of the general theme where everybody believes where they're at that. They don't believe, like, believe they have a just cause in protecting something, which is the sacred timeline. And, and so I think that's just a good narrative that we're getting from Mobius. And, and that conversation led to this where Loki's no longer poking at him going, like, <laughs> you don't have free will. Like, right. You know, or because he was trying to poke, do we have free will here? And he's all like, oh, I don't know. It's kind of tricky here because we're part of the timeline, but we're not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what were your feelings when you saw Mobius get pruned? I didn't. Sad. I didn't believe it. I go, there's no way he's gone. I was like, okay, there's something else that we're missing here because there's no way that Mobius is just gone all of a sudden. So I was in disbelief, I guess, when that happened. And then obviously at the end of the episode when Loki gets pruned and I'm all like, okay, oh. uh, okay, well they didn't just kill the main character here, unless well, Sylvie. Sylvie turns and then it. you had the credit scene where I'm like, okay, it's not a, a killing. I it's... love the intro, that, that little like clip, because they're just so daunting. These yes. different Lokis, you know, like, is that, is that a... Is that like Loki with a Thor hammer, or is that yeah, or is that just Thor? Like I didn't understand what I was watching, but oh, we're green, we're Lokis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into Sylvie. She's kind of starts out as the main goal. She's of the main antagonist the main, yes. of the at, at least at the beginning. The introduction antagonist, the one where they want you to believe she's bad. You know, in I mean. That's a good point. She's pretty ruthless. I mean, she is pruning a ton of Minutemen and, like, killing these Minutemen. She's she's relentless because she's determined in her goal. Like, she has an objective. She, she was a child when she was taken away from her home. And deemed, you know, illegal. Yes. Yeah. And, and so she escapes and is running for her life, and so she's frustrated that her whole life has been taken away from her. And so, 
she's so her whole objective was to take the TVA out. And I think she's you That's know, fair. It's interesting how you were like, oh, she's killing those Minutemen. And I was all like, but those are her enemy. And and, and yeah. more, she has full justification for what she's doing. Yep. You know, yeah, the TVA is the governing board, but she doesn't subscribe and recognize that authority. So there's nothing to stop her in, in doing what she's doing. So I never thought, it's like, oh, those poor TVA, you know, like, no. I was all like, oh, well, the thing is, like, more. at this point, when we're seeing her kill the TVA, we're still at a point in the series where we don't even know what the, the angle is. of the TVA yeah. is. So, like, we're not sure if the TVA are the good guys, and we're not sure if she's a good guy. And I've been thinking by the end of the show, you really don't know. No. Like, well, I, again, like, with the um, king, or however, however he referred to himself, I, he who remained, or something like that. Yeah. He says, we're all villains here. Yeah, I love that we're line. We're all villains I love here. that Oh, line. what did he say? I wrote it down. It's it's like, we're all hypocrites. Um, we're ruthless. We're something like that. Um... It's not personal, it's practical, we're all villains here, uh, we've all done horrible, terrible things, horrible, terrible, horrific things, chances to do them, uh, do them for a good uh, reason. So that's, like, that, was, that was a great way to put it, like it was, yes. it's, like, it's fair, like, we watched a show, as far as we're concerned, with a bunch of bad guys. There wasn't really a good guy in the show. The closest thing we probably have to a good guy might be Mobius. Um, yeah. And then the other, uh, uh, I forgot her The name. guard. The, the other guard. Oh, Hunter so, B-15. Yes. She was great. I she was great. She was a great character. She was entertaining. She was a nice supporting character. Um, so, oh, I wanted to talk about... Do you guys know the similarities between Sylvie and Wanda as far as, like, their abilities? To enchant? Yeah, to enchant. Uh, I did not pick up on that. I did not draw those connections, no. Oh, I just thought it was interesting. And then also in the TVA, there's no magic, right? Mm -hmm. And there are, in the, in the, there's where... No magic, and the Infinity Stones do not work there. Right. And and you remember back in, like, WandaVision, where Wanda sets up, like, the room yep. stones, and how there are maybe hints of that in the TVA? Did you catch that? No. I know. I didn't So know. in the chamber where you meet the three, like, robots, tech, yeah. basically. The robots, yeah. There are, like, it's, like, bluish in the background. There's red markings. They think those, those are. are just cool lighting. This guy's these robots just needed some cool lighting, some smog. I was getting very I was getting the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Oh, and it's, uh, it definitely got that like Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Right. Pay no attention to the man behind Eliot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that I That's a good um, That's a good pull. I never I haven't heard that, you know. I haven't seen or heard any of that. So that that's that's an interesting pull. Because I definitely saw that there are connections between Loki and WandaVision. I did see that, like, their stories obviously were going to converge, and then they announced, as soon as the last episode of Loki came out, they announced that Loki's character will be in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness movie coming out next year with 
Wanda, Scarlet Witch. Um, so, looking forward to that. Because Doctor Strange is, is familiar with Loki when he, you know, appears in New York. And when Doctor is like, hey, he needs to go. We don't need him here. <laughs> um, okay. Let's go into Sylvie and Loki's relationship. I love myself. Yeah, that was kind of... I'm going to be honest. To me, that was kind of weird. Like, you like, you got this thing like, oh, you want them to be together, but they're the same person. I, you know, I didn't I don't bother know. me as much because... Loki it, is so misunderstood. It's, they're so misunderstood. They, you know, I think it's so hard for Loki. You know, he. Um, I think it's hard for Loki to find someone that he can really relate to, uh, and so why not another Loki? Well, that that That's was kind true. of the thing they kind of presented the entire series yeah. with the main Loki that we follow. Is you know, like when he was stuck in that time loop. You know about him. You're 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 always gonna be alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he finally found someone that he understands, and they understand him. And so I I I, I get the connection. Was I kind of like ah, when they were making out a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but it's. It's complicated because we're dealing with timelines. You have an alligator. Yeah, because you're, like, you're just thinking like, is it a DNA? Like, are they right. DNA? How is how is this a Loki? Because I actually I'm still under the house that, and this could go along with your point of view about her connection with Wanda. I don't think she's a Loki because she never really said she was a Loki. She says, "Don't call me that." That's what she kept Sylvie. saying. Sylvie. Yeah. Yeah. Call me Sylvie. Which there are. Theories I've seen that she could be related to uh, Loki's or Thor's older sister. Mm, okay. uh, what's her name? Uh, Hela. Hela. So there are rumors that they well, are. Well, they, they did establish that she was adopted. Yeah. Because yeah. she said, Yeah, I knew. They told me right away. Gotcha. Like she, so when they had that conversation, tell me about your mother. So she was. So so I, I guess she is an ice giant, just like Loki, regular Loki is. It's just, it's a girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, so. I could see. I I got the initial like, but they're the same person. But it gets you thinking because they're not the same person. Right. They are not. I kept thinking about the Jerry Seinfeld episode where Jerry couldn't date himself. Right. She's like, she's just like you. And he was like, no, she's not. And he realized, yeah, she is. And he's like, I can't date myself. you got to date somebody else. Right. He's like, I don't like myself. Why do I want to date myself? <laughs> <laughs> but I think in Loki's situation, yeah, he is so absorbed in himself, it would only make sense that he could really only, like, really relate and connect with someone that is so similar to him. And I really love that whole fight like so in that that final fight with Loki and Sylvie mm-hmm. you know you know like she's all like you want the power you want the throne and so like no, no like let's think about this Big and picture. he makes and he makes the statement and he says why why can't we why are we looking at this differently and he's all like because oh. you can't trust anyone and I can't be trusted 
Yeah, that was the big yeah. thing. Like, I can't that trust was, and I can't be trusted. That was that was a great line. I love that line. It set him up. It's and that can be true in, in many relationships where you know trust has been broken and well, know. like you gotta realize, Sylvie, she was she has no she has never had anyone in her life because she was taken as a child. And, and she's, she's told that Loki's are not to be trusted. Right. So like. That's just a general thing. Well, and she's met other variants of Loki's. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that she had. I think she had. She had, she had mentioned it, and I think she, like, insulted the Loki, like, oh, you're a little scrawny or something like that. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the other variants of Loki's that we meet. There's the classic Loki, the kid Loki, Boastful Loki and Alligator Loki. Those are like the main ones, and there you of course meet like President Loki and. Oh, <laughs> I lost his arm. Yeah, that was that was a great that was a great scene when the alligator eats his hand. <laughs> I like his posse. We're like they have helmets with like handlebar yeah. handles and yeah, forks and just this marauding uh, cannibal uh, group that Loki has. Um, you know, consumed in the his big, group. The big Loki fight is great. And I love that, like, in this, like, land that, like, basically Goliath will, like, eat up any variants. He that eats could... up time and matter. Right. That's what he does. But, like, that all the Lokis there are still alive because they are just made to survive. Lokis know how to survive. Yes. Yeah. And it's just so fun. Um, let's go into... Oh, well, before we get... Because, did you guys catch the Thor cameo? The which one? The Frog Thor. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. Fr- fl- uh, what's that? Frog? Frog. Frog, yeah. No. It's, a, it's a throwback to a comic book. Where, there, where Thor gets turned into a frog. Mm. And so, you see him, and he's actually voiced by Chris Hemsworth. They brought him in <laughs> to vote to... To uh, have him grunt as he's trying to get out of the jar he's stuck in. <laughs> I missed it. Well, and it's similar feeling when Thor was like in the. He was like, there's a. I can't remember. Was it Thor Ragnarok or something like that? I can't remember. They but. did reference how he turned in that Loki turned him into a frog. Yeah. In that movie as well. Okay. But yeah, like you do see a little. It's like when they're going to the underground bunker, mm-hmm. and you see like Thor's hammer. And there's a jar next to it with a frog trying, trying to get, to get out. the hammer. Oh no! I didn't, yeah, I didn't so see that. that's and yep, and it was voiced by Chris Hemsworth. So who would have thought? Oh. <laughs> Brought him in while he was working on uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, I figured so. they're they're in the midst of filming that. So we know boastful Loki. He's the one that kind of started the Loki coup fight, which mm-hmm. was just an entertaining scene. It was it was funny. Well, I mean, yeah, I loved his little story. I was like, how he beat Thor and Captain America, and everyone's like, no. yeah, beat the Avengers. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love jaded older. Loki, the original one. Oh, yes, classic Loki. He's definitely my favorite. Where he's wearing the comic book classic. Because when you first see him in that that small clip at the end, you're just like, well, that's weird looking. <laughs> he's just like old man, his gut digging out. And, I, and I did like how like they, they went into detail about his backstory. It was good. Like, about how he just kind of hid. Yeah, because he says, you know, we're predetermined to cause pain, suffering, death. 
and a vehicle for others to achieve the better version of themselves. Well, that was another part, but he comes up with, like, we just cause pain, suffering, and death. And he goes, I was tired of it, and I just want to, I just left, you know, to go and, you know, just be at peace. And then I love. And then he got lonely. He got lonely. He goes, I wanted to see if I was missed. You know, I missed my brother. And I was like, oh, that's really touching, yeah. you know. And then the TV takes him away. It's like, nope, nope. And You're supposed like, to be dead. Yeah, and that's, that's what's so sad about, like, Loki's narrative to the TVA is that he's predetermined to fail. You know, and his whole purpose is the glorious purpose of ruling or, you know, getting rid of Thor. And then that brings you to Kid Loki. Oh, the one that killed Thor. Yeah, he's all like, I killed Thor. So like, why, is he, why are you taking orders from him? He's like, I killed Thor. And he's like, you should listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, impressive. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Oh, well, and that's why they're like, bloop. Well, <laughs> we and that, that. And the Kid Loki story, you know, the one that killed Thor, kind of brings it back to the one story where Thor was like... Uh, Stabbing in the back. Yeah, where he's all like, oh, he uh, Loki turned into a snake and then <laughs> stabbed me in the back. <laughs> Yeah, Moby's always saying, like, you've literally stabbed everyone 50 times in the back. And it's like, oh, I won't do it again! Which is funny <laughs> how Loki gets pruned in the back. Oh, yeah. Well, wasn't nobody, no one was really stabbing him. <laughs> like, close to him. It was literally, yes. I'm just going to prune you. Right. That was tough. I didn't see um, Sylvie pruning herself. That one kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. I knew it was going to get there. I was curious. I thought we were going to have this situation where they were going to break off into their own thing, and then they were going to come together later. Uh, So I thought Sylvie and Judge Renslayer were going to end up working together, you know, reluctantly, but... Working together. Trying to get the, 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 the spacecraft. Oh, I'm still looking at the files. <laughs> right. I'm still looking. She's like, mm-hmm. He's like, this is bull. Yeah. <laughs> this ship doesn't exist. Um, we forgot to mention Alligator Loki. Yes. It's probably one of our favorites, I would say. I didn't realize it at first. Like, I had to go back and watch. I was like, there's an alligator in that scene. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was it was very entertaining. It's like, is it a Loki? Like even He's like green. the discussion later on with Mobius is like, I don't remember ever going after an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it could just be an alligator uh, that looks like Lo- that that you just call on Loki. Although that's a very Loki thing to do, so it makes him even more likely to be a yeah. Loki. Like, it was just, oh, I love good. that. I'm it was good saying. comic relief to have that, that different variant. Because they mentioned it, like, when they're going on their first mission, mm-hmm. and they show the different, like, variants of, of Loki. I love how the the main character, Loki, that we know, uh, he's, like, oh, the, the better one. And it was like, okay, like, he has no clue. Yeah, he has no clue, he has but he's not the better one. Well, again, like, as the king points out, this is like, you were just a flea on a dragon's back, just holding on, you know, like. Yeah. So let's go into He Who Remains, or Rumor of the Conqueror, Cain the Conqueror, or. Or the the original Cain. Yes. Yes. That's what they're referring. Like, people think he's original, because. Well, like, he he mentions, he he stops it. 
like he talks about the first, and then he refers to the first as himself. Yeah. So we assume that he's the first. So when it was revealed who, when you meet Cain or he who remains, mm-hmm. um, reactions were you like okay with this of how the storyline was going with him? controlling it all or I think so I mean I, I, with the his, sacred timeline that was what I was kind of expecting some of this eccentric person that's all like I know everything you can't touch me like I was kind of expecting a character like that not so much like a I am the keeper of the time. <laughs> I, I wasn't. He first came out and was like, this is Willy Wonka. Yeah, this is totally yeah. Willy Wonka. Very centric. Yep. Well, he's been alone and just knows everything in time, so I can imagine life can get a little boring. Yeah, I mean, a life that's known has already lived, and he just he's lived everybody's life. He knows everything, and he's put it back and fixed it, and... You know, you could see the, like, relief and the, like, fear and the excitement to live, you know, beyond the timeline. And so he just had no clue what was going to happen. He put it in somebody, he put his fate into somebody else's hands and it was exciting for him. And then let's go into the moment where Sylvie and Loki were, like, uh, we're trying to debate, like, do we kill him? Or do we let him live? And we take over. And we take over. As like you, like I think Loki came at it from the perspective I think most people would be looking at it. Like, okay, we can't make a mistake. Like, this has major implications on what we do here. Like, this isn't just some random. Guy. I've got power now. It's like no. It's like this has the to affect all reality as we know it. But she was so blinded Revenge. by her hatred, yes, her rage. pain, yeah, uh, that she had gone through that she didn't care, that she just wanted him gone. Yes. Um, and I think we're going to see her redemption happen in the next season. Um, her come around. I'm curious to see how... How she's what her next journey is, what her next step is going to be. Is it going yes. to be locate Loki? Is it going to be go find a timeline somewhere else? Like, what is her job now? Kind of like bringing it back to Mobius and Loki's conversation. Now that you've done your thing, what now? Yeah. Yeah. What's next? What's, What's next? next? And so, like, we don't know. What's next for her? Because she was so thinking very linearly. Um, well, it's a matter of who came through when the multiverse was no longer in order. Mm-hmm. Who's jumped in? What Kang has dropped in? And does she encounter them? Or does Kang jump in and just change things because he can do that? You know, it's kind of weird with what can and cannot happen when someone jumps into a different universe. You know, that's where it's kind of curious, like, how does that all work? Like, you can tell, like, Loki got jumped in there and things just changed. Yes. But you don't know what part of time he's at. And that's where it's kind of, there's the fluidity of the timeline. It's not linear. And you're just like, oh, okay, where, what's going on? Yes, and I can see, like, next season or next movies and stuff can get a little confusing. 
Yeah, like after the after my wife my wife finished this series, she was just like asking me like, "I'm lost. <laughs> Help me out here." And so like I had to like walk her through. You know. Yeah, the first episode I really watched again, and it made me really appreciate it, where they explained, like, the sacred timeline, but you're just thinking one timeline, but no, it's like, you have all these different universes going along these checkpoints, Yeah, and that's why Loki is not supposed to kill Thor, you know, and, like, just Loki's supposed to continue what he's doing, and that's why there's different variants, because there's different universes going along, that's why you see kind of, like, the fusing, but... You know, it's a path created for all these multiverse, you know, universes to continue down. For me, I'm like, well, there's one timeline. I was thinking of that, that how can there be multiple, like, Lokis? And I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I understood, like, the different, like, fusing and, like, they're all going along this path. No one's intersecting or going yeah. off the the general idea of what the yeah the checkpoints of like where we're going with the direction of everything and that 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 helped me just rewatching the the opening scene where he's in the the queue and he needs his ticket you know yes. which I love seeing Loki panic going oh I'm vulnerable here where's <laughs> that ticket you know the the sassy Loki is yes. like oh dang this is I am not in my elements you know that was that was Fun this, to see him in that episode. This is Asgardian leather. Whoosh. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> that means nothing here, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think this season really is probably the most, or this TV show is probably the most important going into this segment of the Marvel Universe with the multiverse because you haven't gotten anything of that. Um, you get this, like, yeah, you got Ant-Man's, like, little molecular world and then you've got like Doctor Strange's dark dimension that we saw which you're like how does this intersect in this I mean for the average viewer you know and I'm one of them like I don't understand you know that level of quantum physics or not sure. you know like so thankfully they're creating a a a viewable version of these kind of concepts in and this universe and the one thing that I really liked that I pointed out to my wife and it makes me understand the end credit scene to WandaVision a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. Um, because, like, what did we find out at the end of WandaVision? You hear her children. She, she hears her children calling out to her. And so you got to imagine Loki happening at the same time as WandaVision and then at that point when the timelines and different realities are taking place oh yeah she hears there is a reality where her kids exist now yeah and that she can actually go to them she can connect to them because they're real yeah. and that's how she's going to get into the multiverse mm -hmm. so like it's great to see that connect uh, with WandaVision in that sense so. Yes. And they changed the end credit scene of WandaVision. Uh, yes and no. Like, he added a just, shadow. I don't... Because, like, somebody lined it up, and they think that was an error. The shadow, because it lines up with, like, a windowsill, so they think it's, like, a, a editing error uh -huh. with the a window that's, like, broken, so it fits a broken window shape in at the cabin. And so they think it's just kind of like 
an editing error. That's why I, I don't know. Marvel fans are people. People though. are like, it's Vision. He's come down there. No, oh I, no, people are saying it's Doctor it, Strange. And, oh, Doctor Strange. And when Strange. you get those like scenes, like in the opening sequence and stuff, like especially or the ending credits. It's amazing what they put in there and what people pick up on. So you see, like, all the folders in the profile of, like, Loki. And, like, in the corner, somebody points out, like, Kang's hand because it's black. Yeah, they talk and about the thing. They're like, Kang. he was taking a profile, like, like he was there and, and the clue was there all along, but you just weren't looking at it. And... It's so crazy how many little Easter eggs and so that these creators just throw in there that mean me nothing. And they're... They're laughing at us. Yes. <laughs> Best Easter egg was the Thanos copter. Yes. Oh, I yeah. saw about that. I saw that. That was, was that was great because those who do not know, Thanos in the comic books had a helicopter <laughs> with his name plastered on the side of it called the Thanos copter, and it made it into the show. Yeah. Okay, so I saw a little Easter egg where, do you remember the ship that, um, in the Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one? Where the villain, he had that big, like, yes. Thanos ship. So you see that ship before, um, it's in the background, you see it before Loki and Sylvie go to battle Alliance. Mm -hmm. And it's there to the left of the screen, and it just shows you, it's like, all chewed up because Alliance has, like, gotten what it's needed from it. But I was like, oh wow, just fun to see the different things that have been picked up. Easter and egg off. heaven. Yeah. Oh yeah, they could throw anything and so everything they wanted in there. This, this, in this series was definitely made to like Easter egg crazy. So it's like Wally. And yes. Pixar were like, oh yeah, Wally's home, where you just like every shelf has got an Easter egg. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's kind of wrap it up. Overall feelings. Um. I know, Peter, you've said a Loki is one of your favorites. It is definitely my favorite. I think it kept me on edge more than the others, although WandaVision did keep me on edge. Like, I was confused halfway through the series. It's like, where are we um, going? Yeah. Right. But I felt like that didn't necessarily go anywhere. Like, it just ended with her... I'm now the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. That's just kind of how that one ended, where this one opened up into, like, this changes everything. Like, the impact of this series alone is bigger than anything any of the prior Marvel movies have brought to pass. I think so. Because you bring in the possibility of finally being able to bring in certain Fox characters from the Marvel Universe. Yes. Talk about that. Or um, Fantastic Four. Well, the one that people have been asking about would be Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it's already been confirmed that they're making a Deadpool 3, but it's in the Fox Universe, not in the Marvel Universe. And so they have to find some way to tie him in to the Marvel Universe, and this could be their way of doing that. So they bring in, like, a variant version where, like, when he swears, it, like... Makes yeah, sound he's, he's non-swearing... It's a honk sound. Yeah. Right, non-swearing... <laughs> non-swearing Deadpool, yes. Yeah. So we can keep this PG-13. <laughs> it's like, wait, it's I'm like edited the, in this universe. It's like the, the good place. What, the yes. fork? <laughs> right, yep. <laughs> All right, Jafeth, what are your overall thoughts? It was good. Like I said, the second go-around was uh, more appealing because 
I know where the end state is and I can go through and see where the journey is taking us a little clearer. Like I said, the first episode, I really watched it again to really understand like words have meaning and mm-hmm. just when they're talking about the different things and Nexus events and, and the timekeepers and the variants and that, you know, knowing what Kang or the the one who remains explains everything it, it kind of helps um you know just it helps understand it going through it again um it's like i said it is not for the passive watcher no you, you have to watch it. like you're at a movie theater mm-hmm. and you're getting quizzed at the end that's kind of what your attention should be because it is easy to get lost because they're throwing things that are new to this universe which funny thing because the next Marvel series is the What If series, which before I was like, okay, it's not really a part of the timeline. Well, now it can be because now we're talking about different, you know, timelines, different realities, different choices. And so very interesting way that they, they were able to make, you can make now make this, random TV series, this cartoon series that they're going to release as part of the MCU, technically. Well, and I think they needed to do this, like, breaking the timeline and have this multi-universe, because that's kind of how the comic books were set up to be. Yeah. Um, It's good to follow along loosely to the comic books, because the fans want it. The the deep fans. Yes, and, and it is going to lead into what was talked about will be a multi-dimensional war for different realities. Uh, I think that will be the next big event. Now, I don't believe that Kang will be the main baddie of this arc, like Thanos was. I think Kang will be kind of like, the best way to describe him, like Loki, Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, he's a character that's driving but not driving us, but not the overall villain He's not of this dictating it. arc. Okay. Now that we're out of the Thanos arc, we're into a new arc. I don't think Kang is the end all be all villain of this arc. New arc. Yeah. It could be just Sylvie. It could be I mean, Loki. I mean, a lot of people have been throwing around like a character like Galactus, um, a person, a titan or whatever that devours planets you know things like that okay so we'll see what where there's a lot of unknown yes with the series and it just it literally opened up a can of worms and we're gonna go along for the adventure and uh well what were your thoughts oh well my thoughts i liked it i liked wandavision better i know i've got to go back and watch that one i like, uh, with me watching Loki series, I was just like, where is this going? Where's, there wasn't enough for me to, like, bite into compared to, like, WandaVision where it was like, oh, and this links to this and this links to this. Like, I didn't get too much of, like, the puzzle pieces, which I think they did that intentionally with Loki series. So, I... Different style, for sure, in this one. Was so on like the development of the character like Loki was going on a journey but we weren't trying to identify like 
this is Loki becoming. We've already had that Loki mm-hmm. becoming. This is this is a different this story. Is, this is beyond Loki, and I, like, he gets that. It's like let's think about this. This is beyond us. Yeah. Um, but let's give it. Let's read a Mickey bars. I give it four and a half. I'm gonna say five because we're this is going to be an integral part of the storyline you're like to understand what's going to happen in the MCU you're going to have to watch this show in all honesty like i don't see how you can explain. You can you can get the same clip in a movie because that's all you're going to be given. Is correct. That's all you're going to be given, and and we're we're going to get that in the Doctor Strange movie probably, where they talk about the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and they announced that he's going to be part of Loki's going to be part of that show, and I think that's going to be his cameo. He's going to come in. He's going to explain the multiverse, and then he's going to bounce, and that'll be it for Loki in that movie. He's like, I got to work over here at this. He's he's doing his angle. own thing. Yeah. Yes. And that sets up season two. Correct. And so I feel like I enjoyed the series. I loved it. Out of the three that have come out so far, it's my favorite. And because it's so important, I'm giving it a five because not be- not necessarily five because it's so good. Five because you need to watch this. So the weight of this story needs to be observed. Correct. Okay. So, Okay. So the multi-universe and this next, what you say, phase four? They called it phase four. Yeah, we're in phase Relies. four. Relies. You have to have Loki a part yes. of that. As far as, I'm con- as far as I know, right. the way things have been built up, this has been the most important piece of information we've received yet. Because I don't think we're going to get that with Spider-Man. Which is... We're, we are going to deal with multiverse, apparently. I'm with, excited with for that. We're going to get the different Spider-Mans. That's yep. going to be great. Uh, yep, the Spider-Verse stuff. And then you got Doctor Strange. We're not. I know we're not going to see anything with Captain America. Like they're not going to deal with no. multiverse. He's going to be like, I got my shield. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've got a boat and I've got a shield. <laughs> uh, you know, like maybe with Ant Man, but I think Ant Man. We're just going to get. Int- we're going to get reintroduced to who King is yeah. as a person. Um, that's where we'll get his start. Uh, that'll be the significance of that. It'll but, be good to get Ant-Man with a big story like that. The second one was, it was okay. Yes. You know. It, it, well, it, it had its role in terms of the, the, setting up the events of Endgame. Of course. It, yeah. that, that was its role. And that's because, what's tough about it, is like, to write a story with a predetermined... And like, and like I don't know that. if we're going to have an episode about Black Widow... But that's... I don't know. Have you guys seen that yet? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, like, with Black Widow... Spoiler! Spoiler, spoiler for, Black for Black Widow! Widow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's not really even a spoiler because we already knew what happens. Black Widow dies in Endgame. Yeah, but there are other... Like, sure, other sure. But, like, like the point of the Black Widow movie wasn't even about Black Widow or even the events that took place. All it was was to introduce a new character. Yes. That was the whole point. Yeah. And so a lot of people are hating on Black Widow right now because, oh, it's not that good. Uh, because they're trying to compare it to, like, Avengers level oh. movie or something no. like that. No, but the no, point no. of this it's movie. It's a vehicle for It's a yeah. vehicle Objective. for a future story, which they were building off of with the uh, Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier 
series. Which you should have um, seen. You would have seen Black Widow before first. the the yeah Captain America uh, Winter Soldier. So yeah, yeah that's that was one thing was when we did our podcast review of the Winter Soldier. Um, Captain America one. It was like you would have known this character beforehand, and you saw her at the end credit scene of yeah. Black yes. Widow. <laughs> um, since we've seen that, let's just do a quick like. What were sure. your thoughts on Black Widow? It was okay. I mean, it was a very mediocre story. Um, it, it, it suffers from the same fate that I feel the prequels of Star Wars do. Russian humor. Russian humor. <laughs> no. <laughs> you already know what happens. Like, you already know, you know, um, Natasha's fall and hitting seven different, you know, you know, fences and things like that. She's going to be fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's yeah. going to live. You watch anybody else, any other person ha- have that sort of fall, and you're like, that person's dead. <laughs> but, you know, she makes it to I the I fall next down movie. the stairs. I don't know if I'm making it. <laughs> right. Or she doesn't, or she falls from the sky without yeah. a parachute. Like, Girl, we know, like, the stakes weren't there. You know, like, for example, in the prequels, we knew Obi-Wan wasn't going to lose. To Anakin. True. So, like... Until they open up the multiverse. (laughs) (laughs) Multiverse for Star Wars? Well, there is. In the the episode 3 video game... Oh, okay. They do have a a cutscene where Anakin kills Obi-Wan. But... Alright, back to Marvel. So, yes, I agree with you. Like, you knew the ending. There was, like, uh, the one clip at the end where, like... Uh, her sister whistles, and you're like, is she gonna whistle back? You're gonna have a Hunger Games moment? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I I didn't expect how funny it was gonna be. I expected it to be funny. I didn't think it was that funny. It wasn't. I agree. It wasn't that funny, but I I knew that it was a nice, funny level for Black Widow. She's not a funny character. Yeah, you're you're a Russian assassin. The yeah. Red, Red Guardian. Is yeah, Red Guardian. Name? Red Guardian. He was the comic book. Yes. Yeah. You know? But he wasn't likable at he all. Wasn't. That's what was horrible. He wasn't. Like, mm. Again, this movie just kind of was know. like, it was there. I like this it was okay. saying, oh, this is a fun way to die. Yeah. <laughs> the sister's deadpan humor is fine, but... It just was missing something. I agree. It's kind of like with Thor, where you're watching, you're like, okay, and then like Thor Ragnarok comes out, and you're like, oh, Thor's awesome. Like, yes. Thor's my favorite. He's got he's got a personality. And that's the we were dealing we were la- dealing with lack of personality and the humor that comes from it. Besides, like the subtle, like differences. Of person- lines, Ru- yeah. Like I said, it, Russian humor. You don't watch too many movies where Russians are the funny people. <laughs> Very true. So I think. Disney was bold and tried something different. They knew they needed humor, and they added it, but it just and it I, just didn't do it. And I feel like it was a victim of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was supposed to come out last year. Like, it wasn't really meant to be, like, this big staple movie, but because there hadn't been one in so long, this was one of the first major movies to come out since movie theaters have reopened, the stakes were so high that, unfortunately, like, it wasn't the movie that people were, like, hoping it was going to yeah. be. It was being built up more than it really should have been, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's 
a good end to our Marvel. Like Bowl. how we have like a. Let's talk about Corella. Let's talk about Corella now. <laughs> we have a 40, 50 minute discussion about Loki, and then we have like a five minute about Black Widow. Yeah, that movie happened. Uh, <laughs> it's part of the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that is all of our thoughts on Loki. Let us know on our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can send us a message on Anchor. You can also email us at matterhornyolers at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on Loki. Did you enjoy it? And send us your hate if you loved Black Widow, too. Like, yes. We, we did just bash it quite a bit. I didn't hate it as much as you guys did. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It was just okay. Okay, Mickey Bar, real quick. Three. 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 Yeah, okay, there we go. Accurate. Boom. It's, it's a seven. mediocre Marvel movie. It's right. not yes. Thor Lost World. No. It's no. not that level of bad, but it's it's not great. It's not Iron Man great. Either. There we go. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And I'll oh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Marathon Yodelers. Please remember, before your bobsled comes to a complete stop, to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember... Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. <laughs>